myself for sleeping on Don FM. Super duper like upset because that shit actually goes really hard. Like that shit goes that shit is just fire. I cannot believe I feel like when I listen to it, right? I listen to it not really like with an open mind because I had heard Take My Breath, you know, like the snippet and I was just like, oh, this is another synth pop, dream pop, you know, dance, disco, the weekend album and I was just like, I'm not, I don't, that's, that's not really the sound that I'm looking forward to when it comes to the weekend. I just want R&B, you know, and I mean... <laughs> I think because of that, I was kind of close-minded and then listening, and I just really wasn't even paying attention to, to any of the songs that were playing through half of the album. In fact, through all of the album, I didn't pay attention to it at all. And so I don't know why I went back recently, but I just went back to it. I think it was, yeah, I think it was the the streams and, you know, the um, it dropped the same day as um, DS Forever and... It dropped the same day as Ghana's album, if you don't know what DS Forever is, but um, it dropped the same day and um, Ghana outsold, you know, for the first week. And, you know, I think most of it was the streams, to be honest. And The weekend didn't, he didn't release his physical copies, which I'm pretty sure he would, he would have done like way better than gunner like who gunner fans are not looking for physical copies of his album that most of them are streaming it right it's not that's not the kind of fan base that gunner has he's not the one to like reach for like he doesn't have the fan base that would be buying like merch um or physical pure like physical copies of his album he has a fan base like his kind of music is just you know people are trying to have fun to it they'll play it at parties of course like when it comes to streams he'll probably get more than the weekend would but physical copies like weekend will always 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 be like he will always blow gun or anybody else out of the water because he has like a cult following literally like he has fans who have built their entire lives around owning the weekend merch owning vinyls and and cds that are released by him so yeah that's by the way but when i went back to the album i think i went back because purely because of that i just i was like oh let me give me let me just give this album another listen and just the concept the brilliance behind that album is just amazing and i'm i feel stupid for not being open-minded enough in my first listen because that is such a fire album just the message the way he um i feel like the album has double meanings right it's just you know in most of the songs he's referring to regret you know regret for looking back really and regretting how he you know how his love life was how he treated this person but at the same time with the way it's portrayed it's kind of like an afterlife effect where it looks like he is in the journey of the afterlife not knowing whether or not he's going to heaven or, or hell but looking back and regret as to how he lived his life still in the middle of nowhere um like in the middle of his journey not knowing where he's going and most of the songs right it builds up where you know um 
he builds it builds up where like he at first he's like you know what like it feels like a loop like in the beginning the beginning and the end it feels like if you listen to the album backwards if you listen from the last track to the um first track the lot it literally ends the way it started right so i don't know it's um it feels like it feels like a loop um the way it started for example like you know it started with dawn fm telling you kind of like setting the tone telling you where they're where they are um they're in the middle of nowhere kind of seems like the journey of the afterlife purgatory or whatever and then there's gasoline where he's it seems like he is talking about his life before he went to the afterlife and how you know he was living recklessly um and in this in really in the song he was saying you know his partner wouldn't let him od so they'd get high as fuck and he just trusts that his partner wouldn't let him od and but you know but if he does od just roll me up and burn me and <laughs> burn me and just light the shit up but at the end of the day it also sounds like a like a double meaning where it's like he's kind of like you know how humans live at, like we live recklessly and we kind of still trust god to protect us even though we're doing the most reckless things it kind of seems like that um but still like having you know even a hint or just a little bit of like uh just something in the back of our minds that just reminds us that okay this thing that we're doing is really reckless and could lead to death it's kind of like how gasoline sounds like that's kind of like the message behind it um and then you know it builds up up, up until a tale by quincy i think is what it's called where quincy jones was really narrating his life and talking about you know how his life was his childhood and everything and kind of talks about regret as well um and then that's the transition into you know um these songs that come after um songs like uh songs that come after songs like out of time here we go again first of all here we go again and um best friend favorite songs on the album such beautiful songs i feel like it was um out of time definitely was a perfect transition in the album from sacrifice to the tale by quincy and then following into here we out of time out of time here we go again best friends um you know how do i make you um no not how do i make you love me but i heard you were married i think is what it's called those songs kind of you know it's kind of like him looking back and detailing his love life but also at the same time um talking about how he you know how he's in this never-ending loop of looking back at his life and regretting all the things that he did <sighs> anyways i think I'm, I've, I've delved too deep into that but first of all don't quote me because all of this could be a reach okay i'm just i'm saying what i felt like I, you know the album was trying to portray it was just a great album it was a very nice concept i believe and i'm very sorry that i did not give it a chance at first (laughs) but thank you guys for listening um this is salon speaking welcome to the sage podcast that sounded like i was about to close the podcast like thank you guys for listening i'm sure you guys are like 
damn like is she is she just here for a don fm um review not nah, um but thank you guys for listening if you're listening um my name is solange and this is the sage podcast we're trying to be consistent over here so guys cheer me on um but how have you guys been doing like hit me up on social media i want to hear from you guys just tell me how you've been doing how life has been treating you i feel like honestly 2022 has been a day i i'm gonna start again in february 1st right now we're just testing the waters to see what's going on to see how (laughs) to see how this year is gonna go because i don't know like january has really been a like just a whole lot of nothing right where i live there's been storms like snowstorms every single weekend i work through the week and in the evenings i don't go anywhere i'm just super tired all the time so i just chill inside and then the weekends where i could actually try to force myself to go out it snows and then this weekend it seems like it won't be snowing but um everything is kind of closed due to you know this thing that has been bothering us for three years um so it's really useless <laughs> like i actually kind of wish it would snow now because like okay what's what's the point like it's all useless i don't go out anyways like i, I don't care if it snows or not like whatever um but but that's um besides the point um february i hope that it becomes a better month i think it'll be a more purposeful month for me um oh i am in music i'm actually looking forward to february like february 14th type thing because r&b singers really be dropping a lot of bangers around valentine's day that's the only thing i'm looking forward to please this year like y'all just you see that that meme valentine is coming please yeah but like let it go let it go please like guys i hope it died with 2021 because it's actually okay like it's okay we've heard like it's not that deep chill like every year i feel like that that meme is revived or that song is revived every year in february like we're done it's okay dead it's like it's actually raz now it doesn't even make any sense anymore like okay valentine is coming with your boyfriend yes it's like uh what's what's going to make i don't know like why is valentine's day super like going to make the person that's been lonely all here extra lonely i don't know man like i mean i think i get it because of course valentine's day like people feel they need to flaunt their partners and you know public displays displays of affection or whatever but at the same time it's like okay y'all do that all year round anyways like i said yeses everywhere on twitter um my dream dates everywhere on twitter his view her view everywhere on twitter all year round valentine's day or not so it's like okay that song is very pointless please you people let it go it's okay that's it that's all i have to say concerning that but i'm looking forward to like the the music releases from valentine's day and all of that um i hope i hope it goes like i feel like no one has announced anything but these days artists don't really announce in advance anymore they kind of just drop it whenever they want to drop it so if it comes close i want music from giving on so bad like i i don't know why that guy is delaying but i i really want new giving on music 
um i might be i might be being greedy but i want an r&b track like a really toxic one from drake (laughs) i just want like r&b drake like one single just one single that's all i'm asking for this 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 year um so i i'm i'm looking forward to to seeing what what was what's going to release around the r&b genre for for valentine's day but please like back to just please like that song y'all let it go if you if you listen to this podcast and you plan to post that meme please i'm begging you it's okay we've heard we got the point let it go ah i don't know and like (laughs) with With Valentine's Day, funny enough, I think, yeah, like, in the course of my life, I've never actually had, like, a romantic valent, like, someone who was, like, my, uh, like, a partner be my Valentine. Like, I've never had that. I've had, ever, when I was, okay, when I was younger, my Valentine's was always my dad. <laughs> my vows, my va- my vow was always my dad. Like, and my dad actually set the standard, yo, I'm not even gonna lie. Like my father set the standard for Valentine's Day. Every Valentine's Day, my dad used to get me roses, chocolates. Um, he'll get me chocolates. He'll get me clothes. He'll take me shopping. I'll come home for like non-alcoholic wine. Like he'll get me wine. He'll get me. Oh God! I he just used to spoil me, right? Like my dad really set the standard. <laughs> he really set the. Uh, he set the standard for valentine i i don't think i'll be able to accept anything less from anyone because my dad used to just do the most my mom too like my mom would cook me something extra special buy me buy me a teddy bear buy me a rose like buy me flowers legit and sometimes i'd be thinking about it like yo my parents were actually lit like let me not lie my parents when it came to like pampering they were lit as fuck like not even the typical african parents right um my dad was definitely more on the strict side and my dad was very strict no cap like that's a very different conversation my dad was very very strict but when it came to like just little things like that like put putting smiles on like just little things that would put a smile on your face especially when it comes to gifting i feel like gifting was my dad's love language that's how he showed love like providing for us um making sure that we didn't lack anything buying us clothes buying us gifts my dad that one was he was a plus 10 over 10 like all the time always buying stuff he'll go out when he's when he's coming back he'll buy He'll always buy food or buy something that will make us happy, Sha. Like something that will just put a smile on our faces, and it was just always so nice. Um, so definitely in that regard, I, I mean, I know that there's people like there's African parents that do that for their kids, but I feel like a lot of a lot of it is like sometimes we don't see the intention behind it. We just think it's like thoughtless things where they're just buying you stuff. But like my parents actually used to express, you know that okay i was just thinking about you you know they were very thoughtful like when it came to gifts gifting my mom especially my mom was very very thoughtful with gifts like when she would get me a gift you would know that she thought about it and she really wanted to she's really been listening right she really wanted to make you know like make you understand that she listens to you and she hears you and uh, that's just besides the point but I'm not gonna lie, my parents really set the standards for Valentine's Day. So if I ever get Eva, <laughs> if I ever get Eva who's like a romantic partner, right? I just feel like, I mean, 
I'm not an entitled person in general. I I don't I'm not really an entitled person, but I feel like if you know if we're going to celebrate Valentine's Day, we're gonna be going all out because you know I'm already used to like I'm already used to the you know the best like for Valentine's Day anyways. So other than like unless I'm not well in recent years honestly ever since i've not been living with my parents like in recent years i've never really celebrated valentine's day um i mean i've I've done little things here and there with my friends like we'll buy we'll get wine and we'll drink wine and we'll cook together whatever but like it's never been like a deep celebration of valentine's day like you know but if that ever happens in the future if it ever matters to me i feel like every year Every year, I get more and more uninterested in the concept of Valentine's Day. Like, what's the general concept of it? It's like, this day is the day that you celebrate love. But, like, I I know people say this, and this might be very, like, cliche. But I feel like love should be celebrated every day. I mean, every day is not Christmas. But any time that you are feeling thoughtful and you're feeling... You think about your partner, right? You can just get them a gift or if gift if gift receiving is their love language like different people have different ways that they want to receive love you know if it's spending quality time planning dates doing just little things and i know that there's couples that do this right they do these things they do it once a month twice a month just to you know keep the spark going in their relationship but there's really legit people that only do special things on special occasions like birthdays valentine's day you know um christmas like it is i feel like that's so dry (laughs) like why are you living your life in that way where it's like where you're dating somebody and i don't know the only time that you're doing special things for each other is that like is you know on on special days like societal special days days that the society has deemed as special days for lovers to celebrate love right you know february 14th or it's not even a holiday that's the thing like what if i'm working <laughs> what if i'm working on valentine's day right it's not even a holiday anywhere in the world like nowhere there's no workplace that gives that day off where it's like okay you have a holiday there's no country where it's like that's a public holiday valentine's day never nowhere so if you're dating someone and you know when it comes to like um being intentional or doing thoughtful things or doing kind things or celebrating your partnership with this person you only do it on birthdays or anniversaries or valentine's day i don't know i mean to each their own right but for me i just feel like that's so weird (laughs) that's so weird it's so weird i feel like i would like a partner and i i'm I'm sure it's not a big deal for a lot of people but i feel like i would like a partner whose um gift receiving is not first of all that's it's not my love language for real but it is i do like gift giving i do like gifting people that's how i show my love to a lot of people um but in general it's like 
doing like just thoughtful things here and there like spending quality time planning dates doing things for me that you know i would appreciate that that kind of makes me see that you listen to me and you see my struggles and you know you're trying to help me are you adding value to my life you know what i mean that's that's important to me and you know not a lot of people experience that in their relationships they just those special things or you know quote-unquote special things only happen on quote-unquote special days um but if you're in that kind of relationship like it's fine it's good for you (laughs) for me i don't know i feel like um for a lot of people it's not a deal breaker obviously but it's just it would be nice you know to have a thoughtful partner to have and you of course like you can't be expecting from people what you can give but yeah so as a person as well like being thoughtful and being intentional about how to make your partner feel better how to you know how to make your partnership more valuable how to add value to your partnership how to make it more enjoyable where you're not you're just not you're not just bored with this person right there has to be things that you do to create spark that's what i'm saying that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying um so yeah that's i um that was very that was a very long side note but the main point i almost lost my train of thought the main point was me saying that i want valentine's day music so please if there's i'm sure there's nobody famous listening to this but if there's anybody famous that's that's that happens to be an r&b singer please drop something for us for valentine's day i'm begging you i'm appealing to you to please do so thank you very much (sighs) okay so lately um just a quick life update i've had my um i've had multiple sessions um with my therapist i think i didn't mention last time that i started therapy i've had multiple sessions it's been great it's been going amazing i definitely see the value of therapy and why people go for it and why you know people speak so so highly of it recently i have come across people speaking down on it as well where it's like they don't get the whole concept of therapy i think when people like there's someone that literally said that um you're basically just spilling your guts to a stranger and they said it in a in a bad way where it's like why are you telling strangers your secrets but at the end of the day it's like that is the point that's the point of it all it's literally that this person is a stranger who happens to be professionally trained in understanding people's like how people's brains work right um also who happens to be trained in the art of empathy and um of course there are human beings there's no human being in this world that's without judgment i don't think there's a human being that exists that isn't even even if it's slightly that isn't judgmental of other people um so really and truly even the best therapists in the world still form opinions on their clients lives right but the inner like the ability to be able to hide that to be able to kind of 
you know see beyond you know what your personal opinion is of that person's life and kind of listen like give a listening ear render advice a lot of times they don't even render advice they just kind of stay there and listen to you like talk the whole point of it is the fact that they're strangers and the truth is after that session you're you're never gonna come across them in your personal life you don't know these people they don't know you as opposed to friends that you've known for 10 20 years you could decide to spill your guts to your friend and they won't be your friend tomorrow or the next day and you guys know the same the same set of people you hang out around the same crowd it's just a lot riskier telling those kinds of people like spilling your guts to those people not because you don't trust them but because like there's even if you trust somebody there's always even if it's a 0.1 percent chance that you and this that this person is really not truly who they say they are um and that, that this person is truly not that this person doesn't even like you right there's always a 0.1 percent chance that this person might really and truly be disgusted by your presence but might might really and truly hate you so you spilling your guts to your best friend while we we all do that right it's different when you're talking to a therapist who does not have any ties to your personal life at all it's just freeing you have a lot more trust you're a lot more relaxed because you just feel like what's the like what's the worst that could happen there's literally nothing that could happen if i tell this person right now everything they don't even know these people they don't you know if i'm speaking about my personal life and i'm speaking about certain people certain things they don't know anybody in my personal life um they're also like they're also not supposed to say anything that's the whole point like it's confidential those 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 sessions are confidential so when i saw that people were talking down on therapy on twitter i was kind of shocked like totally bamboozled because i'm like what there's people that really don't believe in the concept of therapy it was interesting to see like opinions and you know what people thought about it but in general i've had a very good experience with it um and i think that just leads me into like who like i think it's a very good segue into just how people surround themselves with like how people leave themselves in situations of comfort as opposed to situations um where like i suppose i don't know how to say it they they leave i wouldn't say leave since you're, they stay in in comfort right just because of the fear of unfamiliarity kind of what i mean is for example there's people that are surrounded right they like these people are supposed to be their friends but they're surrounded by people who constantly talk down on them constantly constantly bully them consciously or sub unconsciously um there's people that you know are just not good for their mental and them they sell them them themselves don't even feel completely comfortable around these people but because of the element of comfort like i think um just because they're so familiar with these people and they've you know there's people that they're just like oh i've known this person for 10 years i've known this person for five years so 
as a result because you're so familiar with that person you're afraid of breaking yourself away or taking yourself away from those situations or from those environments where you're constantly being judged constantly being bullied constantly being bullied you know what bullied is the key word and it's always disguised as jokes or bans stuff like that so i think people find themselves in those situations and that's why a lot of times like when like for example when people were talking about the therapy thing like oh you know you have to just surround yourself with people you can trust but a lot of people are around bullshit ass people disguised as quote-unquote people they can trust right there's there's friendships right now that are bullshit as hell like bullshit as fuck but it's like oh i've known her for 28 years or i've known her for 10 years i've known her for five years i was friends with her through college or i was friends with her through high school so now you're so scared to lose contact or cut contact with that person because because of the element of familiarity and the fact that you've built kind of you know a life around this person also you've become attached to this person over the years but you are forgetting that it's also wrecking you internally being close to this person right this person is really not good for you or your mental health so i think identifying that sometimes is very important because yes as they said even though they were shitting on therapy (laughs) as they said it is very important that you surround yourself with people that again there's no human that's like without judgment there's no human being that's not that doesn't judge others but surround yourself with people that are open-minded enough to listen to you um to accept you for your flaws um to hmm to just love you wholeheartedly and unconditionally right without and to identify the things that you like and that you don't like identify the things that make you feel insecure and not laugh at you about it identify the things that make you confident and you know and praise you for those things and and you know try to uplift you with those things right as opposed to like people that just are so thoughtless and so insensitive about you that's really what it is for the most part and it's hard especially as adults guys god it's so hard making friends as an adult i don't know what it is like making new friends as an adult is so so hard i think that's why a lot of people are so stuck are stuck in this very uncomfortable but familiar situations like not everybody around you is your friend really not every quote unquote friend is your friend right not every best friend is your best friend right you can that person could be your your best friend but are you their best friend are you are you really their best friend that's the equation so it's just like it's just really um it's very hard right it's very like this is all easier said than done i I feel like i come here every every episode and i sound kind of preachy but really and truly like it's not all the things i'm saying even i a lot of things that i come here and speak about it's kind of like 
this podcast to me is kind of like me speaking to myself um a lot of things that I come here and speak about are things that I want to be aware of in my life as well um with the friendship one to be honest I'm not gonna lie to you guys I have been very privileged when it comes to friends um I have the most amazing people it's also very easy for me and they're not without flaws at all they're not to be honest of course there's things about them that um that you know i would i would rather (laughs) did not exist but that's what makes them them um but you know i've never in my life felt you know bullied or judged or um unworthy of being around them you know they've always been people that made me feel great and even my oldest friends right i i have a friend that i've known since 2012 that's like 10 years this year i've known him from since 2012 and guys i've never met him once i've never met him nino if you're listening to this shout out to you boy but i've never met him once in my life i've never even seen him in person right we were living in the same city for years and i never met him because i i grew up my parents were really pretty overprotective so they never really let me leave the house like when i was in high school i used to go to school and come back home but we we became friends over the internet and we became the closest friends ever and we're still very close as friends and never once have i felt like i've if 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 a therapist could be a friend it probably would be him and so so i you know with that it's like this is just me trying to prove that okay there's people that you can know for years and then there's people i've known there's other people that i've known for years and you know now like our our conversations are so surface level right we were super close probably even closer than nino and i were were, you know back then but now like our conversations are so surface level but with nino my friendship with him has always remained very strong for this whole decade up until now right and it's because i feel because of you know how you know how he has made me feel i've never felt judged i've never felt um uncomfortable right i'm always open as open as a book and he has always been very open as like just very open with me as to things that were going on in his life what he was going through you know how he was feeling we've had fights and we've you know be able to just resolve it as adults and it's great i've also had like one of my best friends ever right she she when we were in high school i met her at my final like 12th grade literally my final year in high school and we didn't like each other at all (laughs) we didn't like each other at all we became best friends literally what two years after we graduated high school no cap like two three not even two years like three years after we graduated high school is when me and her like really became close and really became like best friends you know so i'm just saying like people could even be in your life right now that you're overlooking and and you know because of the other very stupid people that you surrounded yourself by i'm sorry you've surrounded yourself with you have like you're overlooking people that could add value to your life well back in high school like my final year in high school 
my best friend and I, my current best friend and I, we we didn't like each other, but I was, I had friends back then, and not to say they were terrible people, they weren't terrible people at all, they were great, but, you know, partly the reason why I wasn't close to her was partly because of them, and because they didn't really agree with her, and I was also like kind of a people pleaser, where I wanted to they were like cool and i wanted you know them to think i was cool so i wasn't chilling with her as much and you know at the end of the day right we graduated and everybody just kind of went their separate ways and because i was so focused on them i didn't see her for who she was as a person right um so when all of that all of those distractions were gone i was finally able to see her and i saw that our personalities aligned and you know this was a great person for me this is somebody that and i and and honestly i was like damn i regret it like i wish i I was closer to her earlier but at the same time like she might have been a different person back then too because people change right over the years we grow and we change and i think it's because you know because of that time that we both were allowed to grow is why we um why our personalities started to align and why we grew to love each other as as friends and as sisters so yeah i'm just saying sometimes you have to open your eyes and people that you know align with you are you're surrounded by people that align that you align with that um understand you most of the time you are but you just don't see them because of the other unnecessary distractions that you have um so yeah that's kind of what i mean i think i i rambled a lot oh oh my god that was a lot of rambling but if like i think i'm sure i I passed my point like i was i'm really just trying to say please remove fake friends from your life like just to it's (laughs) the short form of everything i just said is um it's not easy it's always easier said than done but like remove remove fake people from your life stop like stop saying i've known this person for 10 years i've known this person for 12 years i've known this person for two years honestly and truly if this person has treated you like shit for that long they're never gonna stop treating you like shit and you know it's probably better for you to move on that's true that's just the truth and stop feeling guilty for doing things that are good for you stop feeling guilty for doing the things that you enjoy doing stop you know because a lot of these people that we surround ourselves they try to make us feel guilty for enjoying the things that we enjoy or for pursuing passions or for um, making moves if you are surrounded by those kinds of people you're going to be limited right there's just you're always going to limit yourself you don't want to do all you don't want to do these things because you don't want to feel guilty for leaving the other person behind like fuck that okay just do what makes you happy and if you are surrounded by by real people take this as a test if you're surrounded by people that care about you they will support you wholeheartedly if it's something that makes you happy that's just the truth friendship and a lot of it is just like timing as well like timing every time every period in your life requires certain kinds of people do you understand me so 
the 10 years or the two years that you or the five years that you've known this person they probably were necessary in your life they were a necessary presence because everything happens for a reason friendship and timing go hand in hand they were a necessary presence in your life and you know you could get to a point in your life where you just don't need them anymore and they could get to a point in your life where they just don't need you and their goals change you know um their goals change you know everything changes like plans change and you guys just don't have the same you just you just don't have anything in common anymore and that's okay that's that's okay there's absolutely nothing wrong with with that you know so yeah i hope that made sense partly um (laughs) at least a little bit i hope it made sense but i wanted to I, i was thinking about that recently and i just wanted to talk about it um yeah i just i wanted to talk about it because i feel like people limit themselves um in order to please others around them they just they limit themselves a lot in order to please others around them and i feel like real friends shouldn't limit you they should push you to reach your to to reach your potential like to to um to achieve your goals and pursue your dreams and pursue your passions not to limit you like that's crazy anyways um so guys i have been reading this book i think that is pretty like big on the internet everyone's talking about it it's called nearly all the men in lagos are mad and yo like just as the book says the content really proves it like it's fictional short stories it's a series of fiction fictional short stories about different mostly romantic you know um not mostly every like everything was romantic encounters between men and women in lagos nigeria and yo the stories were wild i'm saying like i'm saying really wild stories um i've never I, I read books a lot and i've never read a book that made me scream out loud in sh- both in shock and in laughter it's very humorous um it's very humorous it's very how should i say it it's very descriptive um it's very lagos really like it it really um it really kind of describes like it, it it describes how life in lagos is as a, as as well as kind of um creates i feel like you know what just to put it in short form they should take that that writer and they should just nollywood should just snatch her up like really and truly she's what nollywood needs in their romantic comedies that they write like because it's a bunch of bullshit the nonsense they be writing lately is just just out of this world ridiculous i feel like she's what they need um i like the way she described like parts of lagos you know because in each story there were people that um 
were from different parts of Lagos and she described them so well from things that I've read about them. Of course, I'm not from all of those parts, but from things that I've heard about them, it felt like even though I wasn't sure if it, this was an accurate description, it felt so true because of the words, like the choice of words that she used with describing with um with describing, you know, how these places are. But yes, that book was a very, very good book that described Lagos life as well as, you know, the dating scene in Lagos as well as just the everyday hustle and bustle that Nigerians have to go through in general. I definitely did not want it to end. I was sending live reviews. Like every time I was reading it, I saw something shocking. I was sending live reviews to my friend who had sent me the book. I wrote, I read it. Um, I usually like reading hard copies, but I was so eager to read this book. My friend shared uh, her ebook with me and I basically read it through there. Um, so if you have not read that book and you want a fresh just um the book is like a breath of fresh air just something new something exciting something funny something different for a change um not the typical novel or typical um book like not the typical fictional story it's it's really a series of short stories that kind of feel like they're all running concurrently and kind of feel like they were overlapping into each other i feel like that's a very good one to read if you want to read it um it's not it's an addictive book but it's not like it's not a book where you know you you come back and then you struggle to find your feet it's one where you know you can read two or three short stories and maybe an hour or 30 minutes or 45 minutes and you can you know give it a rest and come back if you're someone like me who kind of i feel like i struggle adhd a little bit because i can't focus on one thing for a long period of time so if you're someone like me who struggles like that you know you can do like two stories or three stories at a time and you know give yourself a break take a walk watch something on tv do something else but truly and really, the book is so interesting that you might even struggle to want to do something else because the stories are so interesting. And as a Nigerian, you feel like you can relate to the choice of language, the choice of words, the writing style is just amazing. And the humor is is something that's very um, captivating. Like you, you understand the humor, right? Because of, you know, the cultural significance anyways yes that's that's that for that book i really like it i really recommend it i think it's a mix of like raunchy you know life life sessions romantic sessions and um thrill it's it's really um it's a really nice book shout out to um shout out to the writer um i've forgotten her name i think her name is damilari but that I might be wrong. Um, Damilari Kuku, I believe. Yeah, Damilari Kuku. That's her name. Shout out to her because she's a great writer. I want to see. I want to, you know, read more from her. I feel like she'll do. I mean, I definitely feel like she's gonna release another book because this book is very. Um, it's doing very well. It's doing very well. It's very successful. I I hope to read more from her. 
if you like books try it out if you don't this might be the book that will make you like books <laughs> i'm not even joking like this might be the book that will make you like books at least books from nigerian authors because nigerian authors um i mean if you are nigerian i would say that's when it, that that would apply to you if you're nigerian nigerian authors kind of make it easier for you to digest the stories because a lot of times even in the fictional world that they create they kind of create a familiar fictional world that you understand like one that you're familiar with you understand the cultures you understand the humor um you understand the references so if you're not a very you know if you're not a book reader and you're trying to get into books i would say nearly all the men in lagos are mad is definitely the way to go to introduce yourself into book reading into reading books okay well guys thank you so much i'm gonna wrap this episode up here um i hope that you guys are doing well i hope that you know you're setting goals i think i said this the last episode but i hope you're setting goals and you are sticking you're sticking with them so far i'm sticking with my goals so far i i'm gonna tell you guys i'm gonna put it out there just so i can use it as like i can hold myself accountable and you guys can hold me accountable my goal for this podcast specifically was that i was gonna release one episode bi-weekly so that was my goal and i've been doing well so far you know my last episode was two weeks ago my next episode is gonna be two weeks away from today so you guys look out for that um i'm putting it out there so i am actually going to do it i'm projecting i'm uh, manifesting great things for this podcast this year manifesting um i'm manifesting achieved goals this year for me for all of you i'm I'm manifesting um I'm manifesting effective time management this year. I'm manifesting lots of money making this year. I'm manifesting lots of bad bitchery this year. So there you have it. Thank you guys for listening. And do not forget to think, walk, act like a sage. Love y'all.